This is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. Podcasts and blogs by geeks for geeks. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive! It's alive! It's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday the 6th of May, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Eyelight. I'm Dexa. And I'm Grail. And we're not even drunk yet. Nope. Nope. Not even close. What an odd occurrence on this show of ours. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our little corner of the interwebs. Uh, let's see. Happy May the Fourth be with you. Merry Avengers ruling the world week. And what else? Cinco Recovery de Mayo. from Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that thing. Yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah. In this part of the world? Oh, hell yeah. Just a tad. <laughs> a tiny bit. Yeah, though I did see some uh, fun demotivational posters uh, on Cinco de Mayo with the. Uh, Opposes illegal immigrants. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Any excuse to drink. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, now, before I forget, if you are joining us live, that little weasel was going to remind me before I could even get the words out. Wow. Mm. If you're joining us live, and you should be, please come to Internet Relay Chat. Come to the website, vtwproductions.com, click on chat and go to the video wall. You'll have lovely text chat and videos of many and varied interesting peoples doing many and varied strange things, including myself. Hello, video wall. And in the IRC, you will find our one and only producer, nay, IRC rep, the one and only Barry Vaughn. Awesome. Barry White, save my life. 
If you have things to bring to our attention during the show, please don't send personal messages directly to the hosts, because that makes for some really resoundingly bad radio, because we get sucked into the black void and then silence. And we don't need help with that. No, we don't. No, we do <laughs> that we do all on our own. Don't require assistance. Please send your PMs to the aforementioned Barry VA, and he will bring them to our attention. And I'm actually remembering to play the intro. Okay. Because we are into okay. the section, what be tangent like? Good. Mm. Tangents are kind of a big deal. Since Ursa Heel went to all the trouble of actually making those, yeah. it's probably a good idea to keep using them. Exactly. Shout out to Ursi. Yes. I like thank the violins. You. Yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it gives it a certain class <laughs> that otherwise is lacking on this show. That's precisely. Right. <laughs> Again, don't do drugs, kids. Right. Mm. There's someone on the video wall drinking already. Yeah. He was showing, who, who, who he was showing his ahead beer of us? earlier. It'll Hopefully. Oh, it's Hondo. See, be. this will be the new, uh, the, the, the Technicolor void. Yeah, no which kidding. Which can also fall into if we stare at too That's much. True. I'm going to look back at my screen here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Luckily, it's difficult for me. I have to really twist around yes. to see the wall. Well, there's a reason why that camera's only yeah. aimed at the <laughs> side of my ugly <laughs> face for radio. Okay, <sighs> so, so we've already had a request for the call-in topic. I'm like, hang on, people will get there. Chill. It's coming. Yeah. And my in the in the IRC. And my con- contributions to the tangent segment on the uh, spreadsheet that we whip up during the week have already been sabotaged by the fact that a couple of slackers here haven't seen the Avengers yet. I'm sorry, we had partying to do. Yeah. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. Like the Avengers wasn't a party, a party in and of itself. <laughs> well, that, that whole like not drinking yet. We've done a lot, a lot of, drinking of drinking the last two days. <laughs> okay. It was really so, hard to go to the alcohol store today. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh God. I don't know. If I, can, I really don't know if I can do Actually, this. Actually, I, I didn't go she in. Didn't even, yeah, Daxa couldn't go into the store. I kind of went in just like, where is the Everclear? Where is the Tunnel vision, tunnel vision, tunnel vision, tunnel done. vision. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Okay, so I have to tell you that those... Um, I'm not advocating this to those of you out in the public. Don't do drugs, kids. But those little, um, what used to be called airplane bottles sure. of, of liquor, mm-hmm. those are now movie theater bottles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just drop those you, right you, in your purse. You think you're <laughs> actually being innovative at this point? No, I'm not no. being innovative, but I liked the idea when I heard well, it from a from can... a colleague of mine and said, that just sounds like something I need to start doing. <laughs> you can always just hit up, I mean, we have the iPick here, which is, oh, yeah, they serve you awesome. alcohol right. while you watch the movie. Right, so. right, but... Which is, is pretty cool. Avengers available over there? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, everything. Oh, okay. They do and in all 3D, the first probably. run. Yeah, even though the 3D is not the I greatest. I didn't care for the 3D. But the alcohol makes up for the fact that 3D is not the greatest. So, you <laughs> it's know. 3D now, yeah. man. I yeah. know. <laughs> Are they trying to account for the fact that you've got double vision already? <laughs> I guess so. Yes. It's like reverse yeah. beer goggles. Yes. Right. Corrective lenses. Yes. Exactly. You know, we're going to take care of that whole not seeing the Avengers thing here in a few hours. We so. can highly recommend <laughs> Actually, if, you're, if you we, go to the... Uh, we're at the uh, Tempe... That's where we're going. What time? Marketplace 605. Oh, bummer. There's uh, the the big uh, Extra Life Guild, AIE. Oh, yeah. Is going to an earlier show. Oh, that's cool. Uh, well, I will tell you that um, we we did the... We, okay, played, we, we played hooky. Well, not that badly, though. Uh, I worked before and I worked after, but I snuck was, out for lunch and saw a, a 12 long o'clock, lunch. <laughs> saw a 12 uh, o'clock showing. Yes. There you go. And then... Um, Said, all right, it's it's a two hour lunch, but they're gonna forgive me for for it today, and snuck out and did the show, and it was. You will enjoy it. It, it was is, awesome. It is exactly the summer movie romp 
that you're hoping for. Yeah, I've yet to hear a bad review or mm-hmm. a, even a uh, it was okay review. I mean, it's mm-hmm. all been like that was fun. I'm gonna I, go see that movie again type reviews. Yeah, <laughs> I, this is yeah. one where I may actually try and find time to go see it again. I, I think I need to see it again on the big screen. And I, I have to say that I think the only people who will review this and say eh, it was okay or I didn't or start poking, poking holes in it are. People Barry. who are really <laughs> snobby about movies to begin Barry. with. Barry. <laughs> you know, it's like, just stop and enjoy, all right? Feeling you know? the love. Well, I have a person Speaking that I work with Barry very awesome, much. We were, when we were reviewing Holidays mm-hmm. uh, this past Wednesday was uh-huh. Barry Von Awesome's That's true. Cake Day. Yes. So mm. you're older than you've <gasps> ever been, and now you're even older. And now you're even older. Yeah. And now you're even older. Poor you're Reginald. older than you've ever been. And now oh, he doesn't age. And now you're even older. No, and he now gets great. Older still. No, 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 no. That's just an affectation. It's like the the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it, you know, he can change color at will. They also make a product called Just for Reginald. Just for Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> just for Reginald. It keeps looking young and vibrant. <laughs> so thick and bushy. Yeah. Very. Happy Cake Day, Reginald. Happy, happy Immortality Day. Oh, I should have mm-hmm. made the cupcake for him. Cupcake. Yeah. yeah. No, because then we'd have to eat it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the point. Precisely. Exactly. No, I actually, but this morning I made Barry a drop in, but we have to test it offline because I'm not sure if our volume levels are correct. But it I, serves him right to blow his earballs off. No, no, I, I, it may be under underpowered. Is my uh, that might be the issue? So we'll see. It was like download Audacity. Okay, it sounds right. Good. I hope this is <laughs> Sam Brockester may have different opinions. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So right. we'll check it offline. It has this little subsystem called auto gain control where it makes all kinds of decisions right. on your behalf, and I tried desperately to keep that <laughs> damn thing turned off, and it likes to turn itself back on, but I'm not bitter. Yeah. So uh, we are not going to speak of we'll prepare yourself next week. We will be all spoilery about Avengers. Sure. Yes. We'll of course warn you ahead of time. So we've it. now warned you a week ahead of yeah. time. Exactly. If you can't handle that, then I have no pity for you. That's right. But and, for you guys, and we'll tell you again at the beginning of the show. Right. Yeah, of course. So we massive spoiler list. But we can say if you have the time, definitely go see it. If you have even the slightest interest in sci-fi fantasy, comic book, fun, romp, mm-hmm. it's a wonderful even if you don't. You'll still have a good time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Whedon knows dialogue really, really well. He does that really well, but also it's a very funny movie in yeah. parts. And that's that's, what I, well, that's, that's what I mean even by his dialogue. Yeah. He usually is really clever yeah. and funny with Whedon it. Whedon is awesome. And I will give you a non-spoilery sure. thing to look at. You may have already seen it in my Twitter, Twitter feed, which is simply Hulk versus Loki. Yeah. You'll know it when you see it. Nice. Yeah, and you will enjoy it. It's oh, fun. You, will, you will probably fall out of your chair laughing because it is completely awesome. Yeah, nice. Even Barry liked it, so it's wow. like the old life cereal commercial. And I looked as he opened the seventh seal and the skies fell and the seas boiled. Yeah. It is the end times, people. Wow. Hmm. Well, he does like movies. It's just he tends to like weird movies. No, he just gets really caught up if something isn't canon sometimes mm-hmm. in, for him. So. That's part of the beauty of what Marvel Studios has done is they've made two separate canon. They've yeah. made it very clear... We have the Marvel Universe, and we have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. And I like the fact that they're keeping the Marvel Cinematic Universe self-contained and consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, because of all the weird stuff with licensing, Sony still owns Spider-Man, Fox still owns X-Men, yeah. and they're all, of course, very desperately keeping making new movies so that the rights will never revert back to Marvel, Marvel Disney, ah. so they can't bring them back into the fold. And, yeah. Because they decided late in the game to take over ownership of their own product. Right. So 
I'm kind of bummed that we won't see you know the the cameos from the X-Men universe sure. and the Avengers and vice versa. Well, see, okay. considering Spider-Man was an Avenger for a period of time. Oh, who hasn't been yeah, an Avenger? True. I guess Wolverine was too. Yeah, everyone's an Avenger. Yeah. It's okay. like the revolving door. And do stay, of, of course, uh, stay for the end of the credits. And actually, they give you a double whammy. Okay. There's, there's two different. There's one partway through the credits, which is the, the traditional nod to the next movie. Sure. And then there's just a plain old fun one at the end, which okay. is completely hmm. awesome. Okay. <laughs> which is totally Joss. It's <laughs> um, perfect. But yeah, so. yeah, no, I think you guys will really enjoy it. It was phenomenal. Although, I have to tell you, I looked around the theater, and the theater was pretty full for midday on, on a, a Friday, day, yeah. on a work day, and um, it was all people our age. And the guy behind me, sitting behind me, went, huh, I wonder when everybody else stopped working at noon on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's Avenger Day. That's right. It was really, really funny. He's like, I took the day off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's interesting to see Other that. people are walking in in business clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Avenger Day. Yep. Uh, it's oh, interesting it to see funny. Mark Ruffalo has signed a six-movie deal to reprise his role as Bruce Banner. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, it's not necessarily six Hulk movies. Right. He just may be cameoing in sure. a So they basically, they've locked him up for a lot of future so, content. So the whole Thor is, 2, Captain America 2, Iron Man 3 could possibly yeah. show up in one or more. And I will yeah. say you didn't have to see every prior film for this one to make sense because no. I never got to see Thor. Oh, really? Oh, Thor's awesome. Never saw it. And even the pieces that came from that movie made sense to me in this. So it was That's perfect. Good. No, it works great. You just, you just, you have more depth of understanding about who's who. Sure. Because, oh, hey, there's the doctor from Thor. and they have, Right. You they miss little, kind of that background stuff. And Gwyneth Paltrow in short shorts. Yeah, they put her in short in short jeans, like really short, short jean shorts in this, and I was affected. And that's <laughs> that's saying something. It's <laughs> interesting that that Robert Downey Jr. really kind of forced the issue and insisted that Pepper Potts be in the movie. She wasn't in the script originally. Oh, really? All right. Um, and I'm glad he did because it really does add to. She's a good foil for yeah. that character. and you need that because without is, it, yeah. without her, he's just a prick. Yeah. Yeah. Without her, he's an ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm glad that she was in there because it really it gave him a lot better motivations and more depth and right. yeah. sanded off some of the rough edges. You'll now, like. let me tie into something that we can talk about okay. in depth. Okay. And that was the trailer for Prometheus. Ah, yes. That was, was before <laughs> really? the Avengers. You hadn't seen that yet. Oh, okay. The long, no, it was the long it was the big, one. Yeah, big fat yeah. one. You yep. know, yeah. they gave us the big fat one. And yes, it was Awesome. Welcome back, Ridley Scott. Oh, yeah. Yes. He did a fantastic job. I was curious. We didn't... Uh, every indication online was that there would also be the the, uh, new, the Batman. Yeah, the new Dark Knight And it trailer. actually didn't show up on our show. Really? Anyway. Yeah, over at Harkins, for some reason, it was hmm. missing. Which I'm not overly worried about. But I did... I caught it online, and it looks like they've fixed Bane's voice. Yeah. Which is, thank God. Right. Because And then they're like, oh, no, no, that's, that's how it was all like... Bull. No. They cleaned <laughs> it you up. You cleaned it up. You, you can actually understand what the yeah. guy says now, which is good. And and it's, it still is a creepy as hell voice. Yeah. But it's at least an intelligible creepy as hell voice. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, I'm rather itching to talk to you guys about so good. Oh, yeah. Get out there. We will. Yeah, I mean, there was no time this weekend. Understood. We had to sneak out before the weekend to make that happen. I mean, well, and that's what we knew. We knew we'd never get out if we didn't go to the Friday lunchtime showing. It was that was it. 
Yeah, yep. see, even our Friday was packed. Yeah. Full. I mean, I think Grill barely had time to go to the comic book store to get the free comics. That was, that was Saturday. I tried. I, yeah. was, I was going down to Costco right near Atomic Comics uh-huh. and thought, I'll just bop over and see what they got. And orbited the, the parking lot like five times. And no spots. Yeah. I yeah. can't do this and didn't make it. Is that that's Samurai now, isn't it? Because Atomic's closed. Really? Yeah. The sign on the back of the building still says so, Atomic. So, oh, really? I never got in. So yeah, never... no, all the Atomic comics have closed, but I know Samurai Comics picked up a few of theirs in the Valley. So right. Went yeah, it's gone. You went, to yeah. the, uh, you went to the one at Chandler? Yeah. That's yeah, that's a Samurai now. Yeah. Poor so. they, they, they haven't taken the sign down, obviously. I went to a Gotham City Comics that's in Main Street on, in Mesa, <laughs> which was pretty cool. It had a little coffee store in it, and it was a lot of people in costumes, so we got in there and... Got an issue of The Darkness myself, and Aridan picked up, I think, a Guild comic. Or I don't, I don't recall. No. It, was, it was a two-sider. It was Guild on one side and Buffy Season 9 on the other. Maybe. It was the one that they created. Oh, no, Witch and Wizards, okay. apparently. So, yeah. So, that was the other holiday. Yesterday was Free Comic yeah. Book Day. Would really, I mean, that store was packed, so I'm sure all around the valley it was very, very busy. And Phoenix Comic Con's been plugging the heck out of that as well. And it's oh, just, yeah. this is a fun, great thing to do. It's, it's a really great idea. And the publishers have been coming up with really fun mm-hmm. collect what become collector's items. Um, for the free comic for the, day. For the free. It, they, they used to just give mm-hmm. away a regular issue. And in recent mm-hmm. years, they've been creating special limited run issues just for free comic book yeah. day. So you got to get there early, get the limited quantity. So it makes it makes it a much bigger deal and a great, great promotional tool. And you have to get, you can only like the store we went to, it was only one comic per person. So right. you have to go to each store if you want to get them all. Got to mm-hmm. collect them gotta, all. Got to get them yeah. all. <laughs> Pokemon. Okay, okay. But so, didn't they uh, also have people signing and they had other things going on there, Grail, right? Some stories, yeah. 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 Do they do they do the free comic associated with any sort of charity or anything? Or are they or is this just an event to get people more It's pretty much a, a promotional event. Yeah, it's yeah. to get people back in comic book stores. And to get people to read too was the right. was the thing that they yeah, focused on. Yeah, Kids Need to Read is the local yeah. charity. They're big right. part of uh they sponsor the Geek Prom and such at the Phoenix Comic Con. Yes, that's cool. So Kids Need to Read great uh local Arizona charity and we like them because they help us do Phoenix Comic Con yeah exactly <laughs> right which is unfortunate because they were there and, and we're looking through some of the bins I'm like wait a second I'm going to Comic Con in two weeks mm-hmm. I'll buy my comics there <laughs> <laughs> we to, I mean we ended up picking up a trade paperback form of uh, Punisher but it was still like one of those like I'm, I'm about to see every comic store in like one little location right. in two weeks no, one, so big that, one big location so it's I'll wait for that all right, so as is being demanded in the Black Void, the call-in topic yeah. of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, since this has been a very big week for high-profile comic book movie adaptations, what lesser-known comic property would you love to see or do you think would make a fantastic movie? And what came to mind for me was, was Blade, mm-hmm. which was one of Marvel's early successes after a lot of horrendous failures adapting yeah. their content into movies. And I had never heard of Blade before the movie, um, and as had many other people in the who, who, what, what? That was a comic book character? Yeah, basically you had to be a fan of Ghost Rider to right. know. Yeah, because it was a spinoff yeah. from that. Right. And so 
in your experience of you know lesser known off the beaten path but really well written or just for whatever reason you think it would make a fantastic movie or movie franchise uh, what would you like to see adapted to film that's not already been tried or that has been tried and has been done horribly wrong and how you think it might be done better right we mentioned Punisher. Punisher. Yes. To mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have one, but I'm saving it, and it's kind of off. It, it, it's off topic so a little, so we'll save it. We'll, we'll open up it. the segment with that. Yes. Know, all our choices. And what then, lesser known then to you. comic hero. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's the call-in topic for the fourth half of the show. Uh, let it begin percolating through your brain. And bring forth your opinions in the Nerds with Opinions segment at the end of the show. <sighs> what? I'm mocking you. <laughs> Fine. I love you. You're pretty. Ah, oh, it's good. Programmatic announcements. Okay. We have some? We have uh, one. Oh, okay. Uh, since we are breezing over the top of Avengers, go see it soon. Yeah. And then call. Please tell us how it is. We have it. Tell us we what we already, <laughs> exactly. we already know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have, as previously mentioned, Phoenix Comic Con on the horizon, end of the month. Mm-hmm. And we have begun a donation drive. If you go to the Casually Hardcore page on Versus the World Productions, there's a chip-in widget there. And we're attempting to assemble as many of these self-contained recording kits as we can. I've listed the components of each of them. It's basically... One of the H1 recorders, the accessory kit for the power cable and microphone extensions, a cable and a kit and a box, security box to secure it down because it's a, an expensive item that is pocket-sized that we need to leave yeah. un- unattended at a massively attended uh, convention. Right. So, and, and we'd like to have it at the end of the yeah. day. We would like to have it back. <laughs> yes. We would like it to still be there at the yeah. end of the day. And then a pair of uh, Each S- day. SD cards so we can rotate them out so that the as we begin uploading stuff to the podcast downloader, we can continue recording. Right. Um, so as many of those kits as we can assemble will lead to the amount of additional uh, panels we can bring to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then in the future, instead of having a single recorder for the entire team when we do things like PAX Prime, everyone will have their own handy quarter. So when they stumble across someone significant that they want to interview, all they have to do is pop it out of their pocket and say, hey, do you got a minute to give me an interview? All you got to do is whip it out. Excuse me while I whip (laughs) this out. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) For the girls, that's not an easy feat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It depends on what type of shirt you're wearing. That's true. You can put it right. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Hey, baby. Maybe you whip these out then. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Talk into the cleavage, please. (laughs) I hope it's not too distracting. (laughs) <laughs> mm, boobies so uh, we are we have some fairly ambitious plans this year to <laughs> what he lost his train of thought and that's pretty funny boobies uh, <laughs> kind of Phoenix Comic Con. You found your train of thought. (laughs) Phoenix Comic Con is coming soon, and we have some ambitious plans. So if you're feeling like you might want to chip in, we we would appreciate the help. And also that will feed into into the. We've got the Nerdtacular, Woodstock 4, uh, Pax Prime, and BlizzCon. Merely. Right. Yeah. Just just, just a few. Already. So we've got four events lined up, not counting. Phoenix Comic Con. Correct. Five Phoenix Comic Con is, yeah. is, is just the first one on the horizon, and it's the most equipment intensive one 
basically just because they have added so damn many panel rooms yeah. Yeah. with really I interesting mean, looking... Was, and it was huge last year, right. so it's going to be even... I mean, this thing's oh, huge. Yeah. It's a big event. I'm not going to say it rivals San Diego, but no. it's a... San Diego's a whole other world because it's event. Hollywood. But take a moment and go to phoenixcomiccon.com and look at all the different panels that they've begun posting and come to the forums... And let mm-hmm. us know what you are most interested in getting recorded. So when we get to the day and we see how many recording setups we have, we can strategically pick which rooms we deploy them in to get the content that you guys are most interested in. For sure. Exactly. So take a moment, hit the forums after reading the Phoenix Comic Con site and let us know where you would like us to focus our efforts. Now, I would say anything in the main, main hall, is going to be we're going to go over that. Don't that worry go, about that. That one's that. live streaming. Yeah. The the grand ballroom where they have things like you know, the cast of Star Trek The Next Generation, right. that's going out live and will definitely be released as podcasts. So that one, the grand ballroom, you don't need yeah, to worry about. Don't worry about those. The smaller ones are the ones we're talking about. These the, Anything that's not the grand ballroom. Um, and then additionally, we will have the mobile interviewing rig um, so if you see people who are attending that you would desperately like an interview with, let us know that as well. And we'll try and track them down in the uh, actual conference hall right. and corner them for interviews. Send us questions you want us to ask and suggestions about who you'd like us to spend our time on. Well, the faster we'll you it. send us that also, we can actually try to coordinate with the host. Because I know Precisely. they've asked us a couple times if you want to interview people. You know, fill out this form. So right, and so we'd like to we'd fill that out to, early. Yeah, <laughs> not get there and just be like, please give us five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please tell me what's in the bag. So yeah, read. But yeah, we're mentioning the various cons and such. I don't know, and BlizzCon. I wonder if BlizzCon at all influenced the fact that packs sold out fast. Oh my gosh, like in hours. Crap. Like yes. three day passes were gone within about 20 to 30 minutes yeah. and uh, by the next day every pass well, this, was This taken. was also their second attempt because they right. had changed vendors right. right? and the new vendor was annihilated yeah. and they, they basically had to take it down for two days and say, uh, we're going to switch back to our old vendor right. and we'll let you know when it's ready and then they opened up the floodgates and boom. They were gone. They were yeah. gone. Yeah. And so the, the you know, Gabe put out a uh, post on their website saying basically yeah we understand we can't sell more tickets yeah. the fire marshal won't let us you know the building has a limit right. yep. mm-hmm. yes we're looking at bigger facilities but for now we understand we may add they're, a third packs a year to try and spread it out some more but well, they're no, still at the convention center right? yeah. they're yeah. at the yeah at the Seattle, Seattle yeah. convention center they're all center. over the place they're like in two theaters the convention center mm-hmm. and a bunch of other places yeah it's huge it's yeah. all over the it's, place it's amazingly large but at this point the convention center can only hold so many yeah. <laughs> yeah and that is amazing that they're selling out the convention center yeah you know in any major metropolitan area yeah. you know i don't know their exact numbers but holy moly it's yeah. now, I'm, a, I'm a little freaked out by the fact that yes they've closed out selling tickets before they even opened media registration yeah. yes right because i'd rather that have been the because there's always the chance that they could lock down media, media. and suddenly sure. start rejecting podcasters sure. right and we have no recourse to buy yes so th- to me that's a little backwards backwards and they need to rethink that right right uh so we'll send them a suggestion especially if we get locked out and, yeah. 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 So they, they've never locked us out before but policies can change especially when they're facing right. a limited number of slots for sure right so I'm a little stressed out about that and they don't, yeah. they don't even open up the media registration until yeah. June 
fourth. It was. Fourth. Yeah. At least they gave us a date now. Yeah. yeah. Before it was just it's closed. You're like, what, did I miss it? <laughs> what happened You're there? You're like, oh god. Hey. Yeah. It was a little oh, freaked out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and some of us already have like you know homes rented. Yeah. And yeah. Airplane tickets. Precisely. <laughs> I mean, so, thankfully, it's in yeah. Seattle, so if so you know, worst comes to worst, I can find something to do for five days in Seattle. For sure. Not difficult. But uh, nonetheless. Just like I, sit outside packs with a little sign that yeah. says, we'll buy, we'll scalp your tickets, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. Must buy your tickets. Oh, no, they have a, a reasonably severe counterfeiting problem at packs. Yeah, they do, yeah. they mentioned last year. Oh, it was yeah. really bad. Yeah. No, it's not the, I wouldn't counterfeit, but I'd be like, but I'd no, be begging. Basically, but basically, but I mean, anything you might buy is very likely. likely. Have counterfeit. Yeah. Counterfeit, okay. So yeah, be afraid. Yes. So take a look at the announcement on the Casually Hardcore page, and you'll see the chip-in widget there. Uh, we greatly appreciate any assistance you can give us. Uh, the stuff that we're trying to do, especially the out-of-town stuff, is getting a little spendy, so any assistance you can give us, uh, we basically need. So thank you very much for your generosity, and let us know what you'd like us to focus on, right. starting most recently with uh, Phoenix Comic Con. Yeah. Or you can be a cool kid and sponsor a segment. That is even more fun. Yeah. So if you'd rather be able to have a nice structured shout-out, go to the same page, right-hand side near the top, and hit, hit the sponsor segment. Send us a little blurb that you'd like to have read at the beginning of a particular segment of the show, and those are five bucks a piece. And... Buy 100 of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one million oh. segments. One million segments. I'd like you to go back and put an announcement on every past episode you've had. Mm. <laughs> oh, jeez. For the right amount. Yeah. <laughs> we that can, do can that. be done. Exactly. <laughs> and uh. as usual, if we uh, manage to gather a decent amount of swag, we can do uh, another... Contest. Contest, or just the roll of the dice uh, amongst the people who have donated to uh, yeah. give away some swag bags. Yeah, yep. for sure. We swag Dexel bags loves to gather swag. Oh, you think? <laughs> it's kind of your thing. It is yeah. my thing. Happy, happy, joy, joy. All righty. Whoops, I have totally failed to queue up a bit of music there. I did it. Didn't the you have order. one more thing? You were on Tadpole Tech? Oh, yeah. yeah. Check out the most recent episode of Tadpool Tech. I uh, joined them for their episode this past week. Much fun was had by all, despite the fact that I was sleep deprived and very tired. A little punch drunk. I guess that makes me um, funny. All right. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> they have posted the episode. It is available on the front page of vtwproductions.com or under the shows tab under Tadpool Tech. Go forth. Listen. They are some of the newest arrivals on the station. Uh, part of the uh, Frog Pants community that has kind of set up a little camp on Versus the World Radio. The uh, Tadpool is the name they've given to their IRC community. Oh, okay. It's the Frog Pants Network, Tadpole, Tadpool. They're kind of strange over there. Gotcha. Um, but they've actually inspired three different podcasts to come into being, and you can find them all at btwproductions.com. It's Tadpoolery, Tadpool Tech, and Initiative Check. Cool. All available on the forums and the main page of Versus the World Radio. Boo and ya. So... I'm going to queue up a slightly longer than usual song because we have a beverage to mix. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. Oh, yes. Yeah. Krogan I'm juice or ale or whatever it's called. Scared. It is Ring Call. Ring Call, that's right. Is Krogan beverage. Mm-hmm. You're all trying to kill us. Yes. So we have a little uh, action here from the mini bosses. Let's see. Let's go for Metroid this time. Yeah, that one looks like hours of entertainment. 
All right, you are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from the front page of Versus the World Radio. We shall be back. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. Finally, there's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Jock with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Jock only on Versus the World Productions vtwproductions.com This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World Strangely, we do have a drink handy. Unfortunately, yeah. we have a drink handy. A little worried. Now, I'm going to go back here to the forums and see whose fault this is. <laughs> Agrius SW. Oh, wow. So we can place blame where blame is due? I think we won't be taking your calls anymore. Um, so the suggestion he sent us was Ring Call, mm-hmm. which was a fictitious drink from the Mass Effect universe that the Krogan drink. Now, if you know the Krogan, they're rather... Hardy. Hardy, <laughs> sixty-five redundant livers. Yeah, um, I think it's etching the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my loud voice. <laughs> so he sent us the, of course, as usual, you know, for like things like the pangalactic gargle blaster from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. People, of course, rush out and whip up what they think the drink might be. Yeah. So ring call uh, in this version was an ounce of absinthe, which, if you know absinthe, it's uh, real absinthe, which you can't really get in the U.S., is extract of wormwood, mm-hmm. basically in suspension in 100% ethanol. Right. So most of the damage that came from people drinking uh, absinthe wasn't necessarily from the wormwood. It was from alcohol poisoning. Right. Because it's pure ethanol. Uh, stuff we got is the Americanized version, but it's still pretty damn potent. Next ingredient, one ounce of grain alcohol. Mm-hmm. Also known to uh, college students everywhere, Everclear. Yeah. 
Um, also nearly pure ethanol and is the, has the lovely keep away from open flame red label on it. Right. Warning, explosive. And then one dash of blue curacao for color. Mm-hmm. Now, absinthe's primary flavoring is black licorice. Which, yeah. Which I hate. I hate that. Every person at this table is not mm-hmm. fond of. Yeah. So yeah. we have, if you're on the video wall, we have the very pretty... Oh, looks great. Bright oh, it looks green, gorgeous. Um, yeah, beverage. It's, it's, it's emerald green. Looks it's like it should come with a munchkin. I lovely. Mean, it's represent green. the alcohol yeah. guild. The alcohol <laughs> guild. <laughs> <laughs> Along with a large bottle of water to chase it with. Yes. Because holy crap. So, Agrius SW, this is for you. Hope you've enjoyed the show because I pretty hey. much think it's about to end. Come pie. And we are clinking the glasses and doing the deed. All right. I'm just doing. I'm I'm going to sip this one as opposed to shooting as we did last week. Uh. (sighs) Ah. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty gross. I'm really having a hard time making myself do it. It tastes like. Licorice. No, it tastes (laughs) like. Fire. Fiery. Medicine that you got as a kid when you had yeah. to go to a doctor and they give you that uh, medicine and it was not before they had the flavoring. Right, it was just a pure. It was chemicals. just a pure chemical me- medicine. That's what this tasted like. <laughs> um. Ah. Oh. <laughs> he finished it all. He just oh. got it. Oh. <laughs> that hurts me looking at it. Ooh. He turned red. Look at his face. That's, that's <laughs> too much. You. Oh. You remember in college when we You're had- a big guy, honey. You are hard to pick up off the ground. I remember, so please oh, don't gonna do keep that again. You're going to keep drinking it. Oh. Oh. See, when oh, you're in God, college and you have Everclear, you'd only take a cap full. This is like an ounce. No, you, <laughs> take, you make jungle juice with it. You make jungle yeah. juice with your Everclear. You don't mm-hmm. actually shoot it. Or you oh, set it on fire God. and drink it through a straw. Agris SW, I hate you. Yeah, oh. I never would have done that. No. Oh. Yeah, that was... Uh, that's kind of on you, though, for shooting that entire <laughs> class. <laughs> Your face I is still like, red. Your you face think? is red. Your eyes are watering, too. Yeah. It's really funny. I am not a Krogan. No. <laughs> Yikes. So anyways, <clears throat> on to the gaming. <laughs> yeah, Wasn't that, to the gaming wait, thud. Yeah. Wasn't that a, um, there were a drink, Romulan brandy? Romulan ale. Romulan ale. It looks very it similar. Green. More, more blue. Mm. More blue. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Maybe mm. more of the blue would have helped us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. You can't undo. You can't undo licorice flavoring. So no. I don't yeah. think anything. Like I was thinking, maybe I should throw some orange juice in there, no. and I'm like, no. No, no. That won't work. Uh, oh god, no, no, <laughs> no. no, 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 no. You can't undo the licorice. So, mm. how about some food suggestions, people? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's try some food. Because <laughs> I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> Though I, am reminded, I don't want to go through that again. I am reminded, get, like, <laughs> flop sweat, <laughs> wheat thins, soaked in Everclear. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I am reminded uh. of the the original description of the Pangalactic Gaga Blaster, which was like having your brains smashed out with a slice of lemon. Right. Oh, right. Wrapped around a large gold brick. <laughs> that would do it. Oh, it just burped licorice. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It had to be my least favorite flavor in the world. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, okay. nothing is worse than licorice. So please join us on the forums. There is the uh, food suggestions thread on the Casually Hardcore forum. And we're interested in regional specialties. 
Um, things we can either order via the internet or you could send to our P.O. box. Mm-hmm. Um, something that is particularly beloved that you'd love for us to experience. It doesn't have to be a fear challenge. Factor. It doesn't have to be fear factor. Yeah. Please don't make it fear factor. No, I, we reserve actually, the right to reject your yes. suggestion. Well, after this? Oh, hell yeah. And we and have, we, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What I would really like to do is I would like to taste some of the things you feel are awesome that we can't get in other places. You yes, know, something right. that right. is native to you or your culture or whatever, and you guys especially eat, overseas. and it's yummy, yeah. especially overseas. But even regional within the U.S., yes. I think there's enough diversity in cuisine there's enough regions that are really specialized in one thing that you can you know you can suggest something that in arizona we're just not big on so we you know but we can go and find it or we can order it or we can we'll do what we can to make it happen there's an interesting suggestion from pusar Honey vodka? No. Because we tried that that last week no that was actually pretty good doxa okay tangentially Touches alcohol because it uses the spent grains from uh, beer beer bring okay. if you after you sparge. Says you sparge. I know that does not sound good already, but go ahead. <laughs> Sparging is just running the water. My over beer the- sparged all over the <laughs> pot. Over the pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's an actual term, okay? Uh, <laughs> I don't doubt that it's an actual term, dear. <laughs> I'm just a little concerned that you're talking about it on the radio. <laughs> That's the ring call talking. Anyway. No, it's, it's really that not. You can bake, uh, do baked goods using the spent grains from brewing. Uh, and apparently it's really good. Hmm. Hmm. So next time we do a, uh, a beer batch, yeah. I, may, I may play with that idea. So thank you for that suggestion. Please send it to us in an email because I will promptly forget because I just killed all of my short term memory <laughs> with a shot of ring call. Yeah. Who are you people? <laughs> All right. So, geeks in a gaming world. Mm-hmm. I want to add a quick one. That, of course. Uh, just something I'm... I'm You're going to I think we have enough okay. gaming. We're going to move section two and three. We'll probably still involve gaming. We'll clue yes. Because yeah. we yes. got a little... We got a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Yes. Um, I may soon be in possession of an Xbox. 360. Oh, a 360. Wow. Because no. you can get a, you will shortly be able to get one for 100 bucks. Right. right. That was their new 100 bucks for a 4 gig with a Kinect sensor. With Kinect, yes. Yeah. But you have to subscribe for right. 2 years, but I would I I would, you would not anyway. get a 360 and not get Xbox Live. What my only point. My only question on that and you'll have to research it is that it said it was you have to subscribe for 2 years at $15 a month. Right. That's much more expensive than what I currently pay for my subscription. Do you go for the maximum level or do you have Yeah, basic I'm a package? gold subscription. I have not only are we gold, but I have the family pack which is 100 I want to say like a hundred and either a hundred dollars between a hundred and hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. and that's four accounts I get for that. Okay. Because I basically realize that if you spend, if you have more than, if you have two accounts, it's almost worth it to go from there because it's about the exact same price. Um, so with this deal that they're offering, you're looking at it being a hundred and what eighty mm-hmm. for the year. So we'll have to see what that breaks out to because you may end up getting it cheaper if you just spent the initial money on the xbox than spending the extra on the live membership over two years i'm curious but yeah either way it's an interesting approach where they're basically taking the cell phone model of uh we'll we'll subsidize the price of the unit right if you commit now the other nice thing about that is it does get you a two-year warranty 
So for the whole time you're subscribed, you have an, you have instead of a 90 day warranty that an Xbox normally has, you get a two year warranty. So if you suffer for the Red Ring of Death, you will be covered. Mm-hmm. Now the newer models suffer from that a lot less. Oh yeah. Um, the the four gig model is you know the latest iteration, and they fixed most of the overheating problems. Oh yeah. You never know. Our Xbox original Xbox had that. Oh god, yeah. Our original Xbox died a, a very young death. Of really? DVD. Oh yeah. The DVD players on those were notoriously crappy. Oh, I never used it for a DVD player. Yeah. Well, well it didn't no, matter. The, 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 just... the drive. The drive. Even for playing the games, crapped really? out. Yeah. Yeah, I never had. Yeah. Them. Yeah. yeah. We, ours lasted a while. Yeah, we. Ours, well, ours I ended up not. turning mine in for the 360 when yeah. it came out. So yeah. That's true. So. Uh, there will be new options if you're. We are fortunate here in Phoenix that we have a Microsoft store, so we'll be able to actually walk in and, and get it because it's going to be limited availability. I think only to Microsoft stores initially. Hopefully, something online. Fortunate that we have a Microsoft store. Jeez, looks suspicious like an Apple store. But mm-hmm. if you live in the yeah, Pacific no, Northwest. You have a Microsoft. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different. You should be able to get what you need there. Indeed. All right. So moving on. You have you actual gamer types. What uh, what's on your radar? Well, Daxa got to play through The Walking Dead. I did. How was it? Because oh, so she so did the Xbox good. version though right. instead of Steam. I did. I did do the Xbox version. Um, it the story's really really good. So um, is it based on television or comic or both? Comic. It's okay. based on yeah. It's mostly it's based an offshoot on, of the comic. of the comic. Yeah, and it's neat because they do put you do get to meet some of the major characters, but you're not a major character. Okay, so good. you get to meet them kind of in between their storylines. Yeah, so it's, it's not it's pre where the comic picks up yes. with uh, Rick Grimes as the main character. Right. So you meet some people like Herschel who owns the farm prior, prior to, to the stuff on the farm going down. Yes. And you meet uh Glenn. Glenn, you do meet Glenn also. Before he joins before, up with that group. Yeah, before he joins up with the group. Yeah. So the story is really good. Um, the graphics are good. The gameplay is really nice, except I'm not used to it because I'm not used to playing with both uh, sticks. B- both the little sticks. So with you have the, to do both the yeah. analogs. Yeah, so you have to do right and left at the same time. And I, I'm still really awkward with that. But um, other than that, I really liked it. The decision making, though, you got to kind of be fast. You know, it. You can't pause over your you decision you or you're eating like, mm, brains. Uh, mm. No, you got to ask you a question, pick it answer, pick an answer fast. So it is pretty quick. But I like that they don't It's not like like in Star Wars where you get like light or dark points. Right. It just changes the way people Respond act towards to you. you. Right. Based on what you mm-hmm. what It's you not decide. as obvious. There's yeah. no little icon saying dark yes. light. Yes, yeah. it's not as obvious. It's just you can turn on basically. It'll say you know so and so noticed that you're lying, or so and so believes you. That type of feedback that you can get from it, but it still doesn't like say you know now you are level Regar- three regards dark. You dubiously. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cons dubious. Cons dubious. Cons dubious. Yeah. So no, but it's overall it's it's a really good game. I really enjoyed it. So I'm glad we got it. I can't wait for the next uh, episode. Installment. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be nice. Yeah. Why did you have another sip of that, my love? Yeah, what, really? Yeah, I know, seriously. <laughs> it's in front of me. It's like that. Did you ever see that movie Due Date with no. uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Allison? Well, there's a scene in Due Date, and spoiler alert for the movie that's been out for three years. Um, he has his dad's ashes in a coffee can, and so oh Jamie Foxx doesn't know this, so he makes a pot of coffee. Oh God. And so he sits there, and he drinks it, and he finds out, like, oh, my, my dad's in it. And he's like, and so Jack is like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he, like, takes another drink. And Robert Downey just looks at him like, 
really? He's like, oh, God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this drink, this drink is like, drinking your father's ashes. ashes. <laughs> oh. Yes, yeah, the drinks are... Uh, uh, the, the sweet tears yeah. <laughs> of the Krogan people. Of the Krogan people, exactly. <laughs> From the genophage. Oh, um, bad, bad, bad. So we had the announcement that Elder Scrolls, Maker of Skyrim, Morrowind, right, right. Oblivion, all that, has decided to jump into the MMO arena in 2013. Yeah. Not too much details at this point, other than a little teaser trailer. Uh, it's going to be set prior to Skyrim, a, a, Long ways, way, 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 before, way yeah. before Skyrim, uh, and it's going to be an MMO, and that's about all we know. We've seen mm-hmm. a, a couple screenshots, some finding, uh, you know, obviously a sword character and a magic user fighting a couple uh, elemental enemies, but it'll be interesting to see how they do this because traditionally none of the Elder Scrolls games have had classes per se, right? Or if they have classes, they still give you the option to customize your class into whatever you want to make it. So I'm curious to see how they're going to bridge that into an MMO where you have traditionally you have to have class balance. Right. So I don't know if that's going to work well or if they end up going with classes or people are going to be turned off by the fact that that's one of the major cells of that whole universe is you make your character exactly the way you want him to be. You want to be a stealth, stealthy magic using person that happens to know crossbows. You can do it, if you, you know, or whatever, uh, it's less combination. Defined. Yeah. Right. So that'll be an interesting one. Yeah. Just, uh, I feel, I feel for anyone who's trying to break into the swords and sorcery MMO, uh, category yeah. anymore. It just seems it's a rough time. It is, yeah, yeah it's I mean, pretty rough. I just, it is a, it's a major. I mean, even Old Republic, you know, is not the massive. I mean, it's it's successful. It's yeah. going to continue. It's you know, it's not going to convert to free to play. And well, for the love of God, please give us a little bit of money anytime soon. But you know, everyone is always has their dream of the, being the next WoW, which I don't think was, is ever going to happen again because the world's never going to be in that place again. Yeah, I think it needs. I mean, there'll have to be a big shift. The uh, Star Wars chose voice acting everything as their right. shift, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. great. It's but awesome. it wasn't the leap from EverQuest to WoW. Right. And the next one looks like what Guild Wars Two Guild and Terra is doing, yeah. which is action based. Like right. you are, it's all based on your position. There's no more just turn on auto attack. It's move around. You have to actively engage in combat. Right. And I don't know if that's going to be enough to really change Ooh, the game, away. but we'll see. I It'd mean, be nice. Yeah, both those games. A lot of positive feedback on Terra. I haven't checked that out. And then of course Guild Wars. We've talked about. Oh yes, looks great. So, other other than that, we've had there was a major announcement. I forget during when over the weekend, but they showed the first commercial, basically announcing Black Ops Two, which is Call of Duty, mm-hmm. um, which looked good. And <laughs> it, it's hard. You I, sound surprised. I know it's, well, I mean, when I look back at the Call of Duty series, I really enjoyed the first one, and then it kind of fell down, and then it morphed into what it was on the consoles. And Modern Warfare was good, and then Modern Warfare 2 came out. It was basically a Madden, as I know 
uh, Octail would like to say, or Proper Todd, that it's just they maddenized it. It became right. this year's iteration. Changed the cover. Black Ops, though, was done by Terriarch because that was the studio that came in to make a game when the Infinity Ward Activision thing went Split, down yeah. and it all kind of blew up. And they made probably the most engaging Call of Duty game I've played since the first one. It was a really well-done game. So, And this one, they decided, again, to eschew staying in the current you know, real world and say, we're going to go ahead to 2025 and use the technology we think will be there, but do flashbacks to the 80s and incorporate what the technology level was at that time. So it could be interesting. So Cold War and Future. Yeah. Interesting. So you know, the, the future, you have like mech type things walking around, lots of unarmed, you know, unmanned drones. Mm -hmm. So it, it has a chance to be, I think, a special game in what otherwise could be a, you know, churn it out yep. type series. Yeah, let's, let's get the, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's keep keep this money flow coming in. And I guess it already broke all these pre-order Records. Uh, records. Wow, <laughs> nice. I, I even had GameSpot call me and say, hey, this came out. <laughs> Would you like to pre-order? I was like, no. no. <laughs> so Awfully proactive of you guys. Yeah. So that was interesting. Thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> you can't have my money. So we got some other ones to go into, but we're right at two. So yeah, so we'll break it and we'll pick up and yeah. we'll do a little blended action we'll, in the next We'll break it and here. we'll get a different drink. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we'll go melt your pipes by pouring this down the sink. <laughs> no, no. You'll be cleaning our pipes. Yeah, Thanks very that's much. that's true. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. All right. You are listening to Casually Hardcore. Don't do drugs, kids. On alcohol. Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. We shall return right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Now we're going to blend a little bit of a bleed over of uh, Geeks in the Gaming World, because you had another one you wanted to hit there, Grail. Yeah, I'm a, actually, well, I got one thing I want to talk real quick is my complaint of the week, and I'm going to try to start Grail's help, bitch helping the, the uh, gaming industry by pointing out fallacy. Um Star Wars, oh. Auction House. Uh -huh. Seriously, they need a way to allow you to have your crew window with all your recipes open and the Auction House window at the same time because it's really difficult to tell what you own and what you don't own. And I ran into that this morning. I was so frustrated that I'd look and go, I wonder if I have this item. And there's nothing on the item that a schematic tells you if you already know it. Right. So thus, you're having to close out of the auction house, go into your crew window, look for the item, go, okay, I don't own that one, go back in the auction house, and uh, it was really, really frustrating. So hopefully they will 
fix that in a very soon to come patch because that drives me up a wall. A little bit. <laughs> Other things that are probably driving some people up the wall, though, is that Blizzard came out with what they're going to be taking from the real world auction house when Diablo 3 uh, launches, or I guess a week after Diablo 3 launches. And what are those details? Money. They have decided they are going to enact a 15% transaction fee for all commodities sold in the real money auction house, and another 15% to transfer funds to a place that you could get to on basically not Battle.net. So mm -hmm. if you're going to spend them on something other than Blizzard products, they, take they will take 15. that. They will also take a dollar from every piece of equipment sold. Uh, commodities are, the ones they're taking the 15% on is commodities like gems, gold, and anything that's a stackable item. So that's what they've decided to announce is what they're going to take. Now, I've never been too keen on the whole real money auction yep. house to, to begin, begin with. with. I can at least give it a little bit of like, well, Diablo, they're not charging a monthly fee for, and they're putting a lot of things in a, you know, obviously running an auction house and running their servers has a cost to it. So I, I can maybe be okay with that piece, mm -hmm. but if they move it over to WoW or another MMO that they are charging a monthly fee and then they're charging for that, uh, that, that, that smells like Activision going, oh my god. Six million dollars! Yeah, money, 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 please give me the money in the bag. Yeah. But we will find out in, what is it, nine days. Yeah. When uh, Diablo 3 times. comes to life. And I'm we'll not see sure. how. I put enough in this. Sorry. <laughs> we switched drinks for everybody who wants to know. We've yes. now switched over to something that will. Kill Smoothies. us. Not kill us. Kill us less. Yes. Mm. Not kill us. So, um. Kills the brain cells, but yeah. only the weak ones. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking that uh, uh, Activision there was uh, saying, yeah, we want our $6 million or however much it's going to be. And I'm with you. I don't like the real money auction houses. I don't think that's a good way to. You have such a good activity setting up an economy in game mm -hmm. anyway. You destroy it when you put these outside yeah. forces well, on it. Here, by way of contrast, CCP, the guys right. that run EVE Online, okay, which is basically, you know, they're, they try to be as hands-off as they possibly can yeah. and just let their world be what their world is. A bunch of players got together and attempted to destroy the economy on EVE Online. Now, EVE Online is a single server. For the entire world player base. And the CCP basically said, good on you. Nice try. Yeah, because I believe they took their main trading hub and mm -hmm. sent like 14,000 ships there to basically blockade it mm -hmm. and stop transactions. And yeah, they said that's, uh, well, that's how what they, they want to see. How very creative of yeah. them. Right. Make that happen. It's... It's kind of the, the polar opposite of what we were just discussing. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right. it's the sandbox that EVE allows you to play in, which, yeah. right. you know, a lot of people, I was reading some of the comments on one of those uh, write-ups on that event, and uh, folks would say, you know, to really like EVE, you really have to enjoy the meta concept of it being a sandbox world. Right. Because mm -hmm. the actual interface and things can be a turn-off but if you're willing to look past that and look at the game as this, this is where you can this do whatever you want to do. However creative you want to be, good or evil, you can go to town. Right. So, yeah, it's an interesting 
dichotomy compared to Blizzard's, which is very much we're going to be hands on and oh, you're not wrecking our auction house. Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. We're making money right. off the auction house. Damn right. That's right. <laughs> Everything they put in the game, they're going to make money off of, right? So you're going to you buy your in-game pets. Now you can buy your equipment. You can buy anything that you want. It's definitely a um, money focused endeavor. Mm-hmm. So, and it, you know, why don't I just, why don't I just buy a, a, a great gameplay experience that I don't have to work at all? I just won't even play. I'll just sit back and watch it happen and pretend YouTube, like I played YouTube's it. For. Yeah. That's what YouTube's yeah, for. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will even, own that. Yeah. You don't even have to buy it. It's free. Boy and Vey. Yeah, the whole real money auction house thing just is a turn off for me. Yeah, it's never been my thing, but you know what? I don't have to participate. Right. Right. Play your game. Right. Yeah, I'll play my game the way I want to play my game. Yeah, it, it definitely isn't required. But don't you think it will influence your play? No, not in Diablo. Okay. Yeah. Mm, Diablo has enough of, of, just to keep you interested and giving you its own armor, its own gold, that I don't think you really need to go it, out and It's not buy. an MMO. Yeah, it's not right. an MMO. No, I know that. Yeah. I know it's not an MMO. But so, no. Well, I mean, I think really. that's okay. the where... Does it have a multiplayer or it does. PvP? It does. Type. It, it will have PvP in like a month, I think they said, yeah, after they, launch. They, they didn't have it ready for right. launch. Right, so don't you think that your play will be influenced by the other people who have gone to the auction house before they go into multiplayer or before they go into PvP? No. If you PvP, but what if you don't? What if you just PvP play PvP would be the one area where I think it could affect it. Multiplayer, it's still such a small amount. So you're only playing with up to four or five people. At okay. least that's what the demo was. They may have expanded it back out to the eight that they had for Diablo 2. However, again, it's your... It's not like they set up raids, I guess. Whereas right. in WoW or something that's an MMO mm-hmm. where you have a lot of people and they're doing gear checks and stuff like that. And Diablo, at least in Diablo 2, I never ran into that. Basically, you never ran playing, into people gear checking. Yeah, gear checking. Your armor you. score is yeah. not high enough. Exactly. Yeah. But again, that's why I'm curious to see if this, they pretty much stated, if they find it successful here, they may look to branch it out to their other games. Yeah. So, and then what it a becomes shame. a more... Well, I'm curious to see when whatever Titan turns out to be launches if it launches with this already integrated into it which is right. blizzard's super secret next mmo that they're still never announcing anything about nope it's all, <laughs> it's all a massive april fool's joke probably i think yeah they're having fun with it because we have no evidence to the contrary all right moving right along is that the uh conclusion of Gaming and move on to research chaos, or do you have another uh, gaming bit that you want to touch well, on? Well, yeah, I mean, kind of in the same vein, it's, inter- it's an interesting article, I'll just read it really quick, is draw something users oh, could yeah. soon be asked to draw items like Coca-Cola and Doritos. A new uh, ad-, yeah. ad initiative by Zynga will ask users to draw prop- popular brands and products rather than look at traditional banner ads. Mm-hmm. According to AdAge.com, the National Hockey League is among the first advertisers to buy terms in the game like puck, zamboni, and hat trick. This idea was previously tested and used using terms like Nike, KFC, and Doritos in the game. So, yeah, the, the Zynga effect. The Zynga. So effect. they already so they already tested ideas and mm-hmm. they discovered that people don't actually mind, mind all it. that much. Right. Well, and you think about things. I mean, I mean, let's face facts. There are really some things that the company themselves would think of them as advertising, but mm-hmm. everybody else would go, "Yeah, I'm just drawing a Dorito." Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a it's term. It's just a Dorito. Yeah. 
right? And so... Optic orange triangle. Exactly. One optic orange triangle equals Doritos. Exactly. You know, now if you ask me to draw a Cheeto... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> It'd be a little more challenging. Am I going to try and draw you Joe Cheeto, the Joe Cheeto, oh, yeah. the, oh, yeah. the Cheeto, or am I going to actually try and draw an oblong orange puff? Penis-like thing. <laughs> there you go. It all starts with that. Yeah. Every yeah. drawing, if you notice. It all goes back to the phallic yeah, symbol. Always. <sighs> but I don't think I would mind it all that much. Penis. Oh, look at that. I don't think I don't think that I would have a a real problem as long as it was something that wasn't so impossible to guess. So if they stuck with major brands, yeah, like if it you was know, really impossible, like just I, some, some I probably have wall. a hard time guessing Harvard. Like if someone yeah. was trying to advertise, I'm trying to think of things that would be that are still name kind of well known places, but would be really hard to advertise on on hmm. draw something harvard might be tough yeah um i'm thinking uh i think you could do pepsi versus coke oh absolutely those are um, easy yeah pretty easy without writing and the words anyone could draw a coke can yeah well but how are you gonna tell coke can versus pepsi can? i do a coke bottle and coke bottle coke bottle the polar bear plus the there colors <laughs> one's red and yeah. one's blue right yeah. right you mean if you that wouldn't be that hard. And now yeah. there's Cheetos in the video wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, ask and we shall receive. receive. Yes. Uh, yeah. We yeah, should right. send uh, a Nabisco. You owe us advertising you owe us money. money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. But I thought that was I thought it was actually an interesting as long as they don't take it to the extreme. Um, I think this is I'd Zinger be okay we're with talking. Well, actually, about what here. I'm or I'm more curious is if they will harvest some of the drawings that people come up with and use that as possibly like for oh, ad- marketing. They crowdsource their yeah. marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Someone comes up with a really really cool Ooh. idea, they yeah. contact them and say, "We'll give you a thousand bucks to be able to use this." <laughs> no. 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 You signed away it. your rights. Yeah. When you bought the right. Game. I think That's they just true. take the item That's and go to the marketing true. department so, and say, "Here, crowd, make so this." So crowdsourced, but not in a really good way like i've seen really good crowdsourcing where you put it in and if they choose to use your design then you get a royalty on your design um and that's actually pretty cool and i've seen that Mm -hmm. in things like uh car paint jobs yeah where they come up with these you know these really really neat things so they finally i'm sorry i just got distracted by a research thread thing all right oh really yeah what the lightsaber you? one. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna play our drop in? Or did we? Well, we already had our drop in. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. So we're it. good to move into this one. Hit it. Am I okay to read this <laughs> oh, one? Yeah. Go, girl. Okay, so there was this uh, Gizmodo article out there talking about the fact that they finally made a real lightsaber. What the hell? It starts out. Wicked Lasers has actually made a lightsaber. I mean, not one that can cut you in half, but one that looks and acts like the actual Jedi weapon. At least that's what they claim. So it goes in. Um, it maintains its radiant light, radiant brilliance when the lights are on. Um, the laser saber is interchangeable, will attach to any Spider 3 model. Um, basically, they're, they, it's not, the effect is stunning, but it's not actually a lightsaber from the... But it looks more like a real one than ever yeah. before. Yeah. Right. But it, it's not going to cut people in half. No. Not going to, no. you know... Damn it. It's not going to, you know, let you do remodeling in your house pretty quickly. <laughs> But it is door here a little over three hundred dollars. Yeah, and uh, but it looks really cool because it's the 
the light comes from the bottom and goes to form the saber, which is really cool. And mm-hmm. the, the sound effect is there. And it's very neat. You can see it in the day and at night, which is really nice, too. So it's almost a lightsaber without being a weapon. Although you do have to wear special glasses. Wasn't that one of the things you have to wear special glasses? Um, so you don't really want to look yeah, at it. Yeah, it's a real laser. It's a real laser. <laughs> so you really laser, don't you really yeah. don't want to point it at your eyes. Yeah, basically, no. exactly. You know exactly. Okay. But, but yeah, it's worth it. I, uh, Barry posted the link in, in chat, and it'll be on the forums. It's worth watching the video on there. Yeah. It's like, ooh, you need to get me one of them. <laughs> Until they're like, don't look at it without the glasses, and don't fight with it, and don't. <laughs> so. Well, the don't fight with it is kind of. It's like, why did you buy a lightsaber for if we're not allowed to fight? Oh, I broke my lightsaber. Yeah. That's going to be like, oh, I oh, broke my $400 or $500 lightsaber. Well, they have uh, one of the lasers no. is almost $700, and one yeah. of the lasers is the cheaper version, which is like $395 right. or something. So mm-hmm. you can get either the $700 version or the $395 version. Yeah. So real quick, our form research contributors. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. Mm. For May the 8th, even though it's the wrong date, uh, the Avengers Assemble Edition contributors included Barry V.A., Aid, MacBit. Not MacBut. Not MacBut. Things with a Z. And it's the Z what makes it cool. Deus Ex. And. <clears throat> Something tells me with the condition of my throat right now, <laughs> this should be particularly I was going to say, this might be the best one ever. <laughs> Boba Fetish. Nice. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> you just told them they could, just not with alcohol. Isn't that what you said earlier? Alcohol is a drug. <laughs> I'm realizing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Help me. Okay. So, in the land of sad news, yeah. uh, the Beastie Boys co-founder, Adam yeah. Yauch, MCA. Has, yep, MCA, passed away at the age of 47 after a long battle with, with cancer. cancer. Who, for music world, I mean, basically, it's especially during the 80s and early 90s when hip-hop became very popular. Mm-hmm. Some of the most innovative and most influential band was three Jewish guys, white guys from New York. Yeah. Right. And they're the ones that, I mean, their early albums really were trend-setting and influenced. You hear their beats and a lot of stuff yeah. from there. Um, and he was really big into other like causes. He was really big oh, into yeah. the Free Tibet cause, mm-hmm. um, hosted several concerts for it. Um, overall, you know, just... A loss. And it's so, I mean, it's something that's been in my music rotations in sixth grade. Yeah. Has been yeah. some f- form of theirs. Well, it's someone who is, who is <clears throat> you know, barely older than we are. Right. And, and basically taken from us at far too young an age. Um, and just mourn because it's been such a part of our developmental years. And you, you, you instantly recognize a Beastie Boys song when it comes on every time. Yeah, intergalactic will always be part of my rotation. No, of course, because the giant robot well, video and, and the video is, yeah. is absolutely epic. And yeah. the sad thing is, is as his uh, hornblower, uh, Nathaniel oh, hornblower, yeah. ultra-identity, he's the guy who directed most of their videos. Yeah. and put them together. Yeah. So from intergalactic to uh, sabotage with the seventies theme uh, video. Yep. To even their most recent the. Uh, Fight for your right to yes. party revisited yeah. with you know all the comedians. Well, yeah, and it's one of the original party anthems. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, yeah. I mean, so many that have been no sleep to... Uh, they're worth checking. I've never listened to the Beastie Boy albums. License to Ill, Check Your Head, Paul's Boutique. These are yeah. all uh, Ill Communication. Any of those are great places to start. Yep. So... Oh, and to answer my... Uh, what's asking the... Black Void from Deus Ex, uh, Check Your Head. Check Your Head is your fave? That would be my favorite album. I really enjoyed Hello Nasty as well, even though it's one of their lesser known ones, but nonetheless. And of course, they have the distinction of having appeared as Heads and Jars on Futurama. Yeah, yeah. multiple times. Multiple They're often, times. Yeah. Mo- often uh, used there. Obviously, Matt Groening is a, 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 Beastie, Boy, yeah. Gim- is a yeah. Beastie Boys fan. Yeah. yeah. Yes, indeed. So, so Adam, see any other side? Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up we have staying in the Star Wars theme is yeah. a possible Boba Fett movie. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> uh, something Boba was Fett. Hinted, Boba Fett. Hinted at last year right around the time that Captain America was coming out. Right. Yes. Uh, the director made mention that he'd love to do a movie set with Boba Fett as right. the main character. And you know, since he was somebody that came from kind of Lucas's pedigree or mm-hmm. his school... And since then, now we see the update that a lot of domain names have been registered as Star Wars 1313. Right. Which could mean January 3rd of 2013. Right. Uh, Somebody found out that also... uh, It was an alias that Boba... It was an alias that Boba Fett used. used. CT 1313 was an alias he used on Aragawa. Arago? Where he was confronted when he was confronted by a clone trooper. So, possible. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think it works. I mean, it could work as a movie. It could work as a mini-series, web, a, web series. a web yes. series, a TV show. I mean, you have a bounty hunter. That is a wealth of story exactly. right there. Exactly. Well, yeah, there's the whole movie. We, we, the setup is done. We've seen Boba you know, witness the, the death of his father and in the movies, and we know the end of his story. Right. Sort of. Multiple times. Well, I guess now in the comics, we have definitely the definitive end, because we covered that last week, that he's dead. Right. Dead. Dead. Dead, yeah. In quotes. quotes. He's comic book dead. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Same same, same way Jean Grey and Phoenix are dead. Right. Exactly. But there's plenty of, you know, between the end of the movies and when we see him return in uh, episode five. Mm Mm-hmm. There's his whole life growing up, becoming a bounty hunter. Right. Um, so And becoming supposedly the most feared bounty the hunter. Pinnacle the pinnacle of bounty hunters. The pinnacle of it. So, yeah, I mean, you have, and it's been explored in comics. There's there's a wealth of information out there. Um, it's mentioned Blue F- Vo- or Black Void, whether or not Lucas would direct it. And the hope is no. the gentleman that directed... Um, uh, Captain America right. would do it instead, since maybe Lucas would be okay with turning his reins over slightly. Oh, please, God, let it be so. Yeah, so we don't have to see Boba Fett with like a Gungan sidekick oh, or something God. horrible like that. Gungan mechanic or yeah, something. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> my Lisa, uncle, prepare the carbonite chamber. Please. <laughs> Don't do that to my alcohol-addled brain. <laughs> yeah. Now I just want to weep into my into my smoothie at this point because <laughs> I can see, goddammit, George, doing that. Right. Well, yeah. 
because the kids will love it, you know? Yeah, that's what, I mean, Boba Fett, he speaks to the kids. <laughs> I like to go around killing, hunting and killing people, you know, or bringing them back alive, depending on which is worth more. No disintegration. <laughs> yeah, no disintegrations. Fine. Oh, God. That one line basically made his character. Yeah. <laughs> what is his, his MO? I turned them into molecules. Yeah. Badass looking armor, mm-hmm. and I disintegrate people. Done. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah. So this may be an alternate wheel because they've they've basically shelved the proposed Star Wars TV series for the time being, which also had an underground theme to it, as right, I recall. Right. Definitely so. had yeah. kind of the, the dark underbelly, but the you know they've come out and said we can't quite get it to the dollar amount where the the TV studios right. can handle it to do it the way we want it. Now, it's nice that George is standing his ground saying it has to be a certain quality. And if we can't do it on budget, we're not going to do it at all. Right. So this might be an alternate thing where you say, okay, well, we can do this more modest thing, perhaps for television, to dip our toes in the water and maybe prove to the studios that the entire, you know, the Star Wars universe on television has legs. Right. Yeah. So you can maybe make this prove that it's a fantastic success and say, okay, maybe a million dollars an episode is not actually all that much, yeah. guys. Well, maybe if they could sell it to, I don't know, HBO. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and make it like adult-themed, especially since HBO's main popular series right now are all fantasy-based Yeah. in True Blood and uh, Game of Thrones. And they haven't really had a sci-fi one in a while. I mean, the last one uh, was Showtime that did Stargate, right? Showtime had Stargate. Mm-hmm. HBO, off the top of my head, I can't think of a sci-fi. Me neither. One that they I mean, Carnival done. was that was still fantastical. Fan- yeah. yeah, yeah, that would still be fantasy. Um, so yeah, they're they're more sword and sorcery and historical right. drama, and if they can put sex in it, they will. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. To the point where I'm seeing, I've, I've yet to really watch Game of Thrones. Oh, it's oh, really good. So good. But the the complaints I'm seeing frequently online is a lot of unnecessary sex scenes, basically. Yes, well, they're, they're kind of throwing no. them in just because they they're, can. Well, I, yeah, the problem that they're running, or the the issue they're trying to resolve, is really explaining more about Littlefinger's character. Mm-hmm. So they had to add a lot of scenes to really make you understand who he is, because in the books, there's a lot of stuff that's inferred, or right. he's kind of behind the scenes, and he runs whorehouses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of times when you're dealing with him, there's banging going on or he's talking to his prostitutes and he's, yeah. you know, so you're learning about his character and that's happening. Now in the books themselves though, there's a there's good a decent amount, amount of sex, sex happening in the right. books. Or, or, I mean, or it's, right it's talked off. about and, and, right. and I guess they pause to actually here, let's show it to you. And yeah. So it's a little more in your face. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a little more in your face. In the books, it was pretty much in your face yeah. too. I mean, one of There's the- a lot. I mean, the, well, I guess one example would be the. Uh, uh, my mind is blank. The Knight of Flowers oh, right. and his the the younger youngest brother of the Bartharians. Well, basically, it's it's implied. It's implied that, that they're, they're together, and in this, they definitely show them together. Right. So, yes. Yeah, you do get that, and there's a, a few other little scenes, but. Overall, I don't think it's detracted from the show. No, I agree. I don't no, think it in, has In my copious either. spare time, I want to get in there and, and, and watch it. It's rave reviews from all quarters on that. If anything, I think True Blood is the one that has a lot of sex scenes that aren't necessary. I will never know because I'm never going to watch that show. 
I love that show, but it that one That's is the one show. that has a lot of stuff that I believe is unnecessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because it became the ah, uh, girls love to fawn over Eric and uh, yeah. Bill, and so they've added a lot of that. Yeah, it seems, especially compared to the first season where it wasn't as. In, in your, your face, face about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, when I saw the Rolling Stone cover with basically the three of them mm. completely nude, yeah, spattered with blood, I'm like, I will never watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> that and the main character's name, Suki. Can't do it. Suki. And Bill always That's ca- Snooki. It's and, Suki. And, and, Suki. <laughs> and Bill always calls her Sucky. Sucky. Uh, Sucky. Oh, Sucky. A vampire <laughs> calling someone Sucky. Yeah. No, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> All right. I yes, have he pronounces, principles. He pronounces it sucky. I can't oh, stand sucky. it. Sucky. Sucky. Oh, yeah. Sucky. Moving on. <laughs> All right. We've come to our last break yes. here. We have a little music for you. When we return, we'll be taking your calls. Your reminder that the call-in topic of the day is what lesser-known comic book, or book for that matter, property, would you love to see made into a major motion picture or you just think would make a great adaptation? that maybe is being ignored or is just one of those non it's you know not the Captain America's Hulks or Iron Man of the world, but someone that you love and would love to see on the big screen. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. We shall return shortly after this. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTW Productions dot com right. and yeah and during the break we've actually already populated our conference call we got ourselves a true apusar and a guy with a beard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so can i get one of those bananas uh sure we'll send it to you over the interwebs it's on the ftp site now yes <laughs> yeah digital nana digital, digital nana, nana. <laughs> all right you like bananas <laughs> we have the, yes we have the bananas yeah <laughs> So, True, since you called in first, you get dibs. Uh, what is your opinion on today's call-in topic? What I would like to see is a little lesser-known character, but a very good one when they do we just show up, The Question. Oh, yeah. The Question. I am unfamiliar with The Question. Is this a Marvel or a DC uh, creation? Uh, DC. Okay. Uh, think Batman without all the hardware, though okay. with some gadgetry. Uh, if you ever watched the old Justice League TV show from a few years ago, he was a the conspiracy nut. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it would just—I think it would make a very good, little more investigate sort of Batman with more of the investigative and a lot less of the running off the sides of built more running of the, off the sides the of buildings with cars. Thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. He wears some sort of like mask though as well, right? Right. He has a. He basically has no face because he has a synthetic skin mask he wears over his face. Right. Right. Interesting. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Bring it on. I like it. Pusar, what are your feelings on the uh, topic? Oh, uh, they have promised me for years that they were going to make it, but I'm still looking forward to see Looking for Group, the video, the movie. Oh, from uh, Blind Ferret Entertainment. Richard the Warlock. Yep. For oh. a I one... want to see it happen. Yeah, if you don't know, go to lfgcomic.com, looking for group comic, 
and it's published uh, twice a week, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a, a kludge of every sword and sorcery MMO ever with a reasonably serious storyline, and they've done a couple of short animated videos, musicals, actually, and the fun character is Richard, the undead warlock, um, who is completely evil. Um, they did. He's a- only sort of bad. Yeah, and he's actually... I, he's I misunderstood. Know. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> he's a fun, fun character. Um, so yeah, that would be an awesome... Uh, would you want to see it live action or would you want to see it animated? Oh, I want to see it animated. Okay, so... The I don't care animated- much for live action. Uh, 101 Dalmatians sort of ruined it for me. <laughs> I'm not too much into live animation anymore. Into live action anymore, I prefer animation. Well, the little shorts they done were fairly awesome and hilarious, so I can I can see why you would want to do that. They're also toying with their their other major product, which is least I could do. Um, they've always oh yes made, uh, but they have pro- they made the promise to make Looking for Group the movie for y- years ago, and I want to see it. <laughs> I, I want it. I need it. <laughs> so yeah, check that one out. LFGcomic.com. They are awesome, and I think uh, they may actually be in attendance at. Uh, Comic-Con this year. Mm-hmm. Will be. So I'm, I'm hoping to go get and get them. Oh, I, believe me, <laughs> high on the list. I'm gonna go go visit Lars and in, in all of his bold glory. Oh, you must, you must, Bring it you on. must. <laughs> Barry, I know you've got opinions. Let's oh, hear. Of course, them. I do. Um, mine's similarly is something that they've talked about uh, doing a movie adaptation for. Uh, but nothing's really gotten going on it yet. Um, although I think it would do better as a TV show, kind of like The Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. Um, it's a series that ran for a while called Why the Last Man. Ah, is that uh, that's adapted from a manga, right? That's Japanese. Uh, no, it was not. It was an original comic created by uh, Bendis, I believe. Okay. Uh, but it was an image book. Okay. And it's very end-of-the-world apocalyptic uh, with the spin that um, all of the men in the world randomly up and die one day, except for one dude. Why? Why? As Well, his name is Yorick, but right. um, the Y is that and the Y chromosome kind of thing. But right. Alice's his adventures in a world populated entirely by women. Uh, mm. And it, if you have any ideas about, like, oh, wouldn't it be great if I was the only man on Earth? Uh, no. no. Things go bad. He gets all wrapped up in the uh, mysteries of exactly what caused uh, the mass male Die off. kill off and all this, and... Uh, it's pretty interesting. And oh, there actually are two male uh, mammals left on the planet. There's him and his pet monkey. Ah. <laughs> awesome. Would you like to touch my monkey? <laughs> yeah. And it's really well written. Uh, if you get a chance to check out the comics, uh, the, the trade paperbacks, I believe there's only like, like 10 trades, maybe, or eight even. Um, it's a pretty short-run series for, as far as comic series go. Uh, but it's not exactly a miniseries, so, but it's awesome. Super well-written, awesome art, and a great story. And you said it was from Image? Uh, I believe it's an Image book, yeah. I have the books here in my room, but they're in a box, so I can't exactly grab them quick. Okay. Mm, sure, we can look that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got uh, 
I mean, one that's been in development hell forever has been the ElfQuest series. Oh, yeah. All right. right. Still, apparently, there's still uh, some hope that it may yet come. It was, it was close to coming out, and then the Warner Brothers backed out and said, no, we don't want to release it against The Hobbit because we don't think that there's you know, that much market for, for two fantasy movies you know, in the same December. Idiots. Hmm. But there's been some indications from their official site that there's yet hope that it may come out of development hell. Hmm. Um, but... There's a, a pair of series now, and it's supposed to be eventually a trilogy, but uh, Matt Wagner, um, that, who's better known for the Grendel series, um, did a series called Mage, and oh, there was yeah. the original Mage, the Hero Discovered, and then years later, he came back to it and Mage, the Hero Defined, and Kevin then Matchstick, Kevin Matchstick, and the final one's supposed to be Mage, the Hero Denied, we'll get that mm. at some point in the future, we hope. And it's a very interesting world he's created where people are being born as in incarnations of all the great mythological people. So you have, and f part of the fun is figuring out who people are. Because mm. they're basically modern superheroish people. And so you figure after a while, okay, oh, that guy's, that's Coyote. And that guy's the Monkey King. Oh. And mm. that guy's uh, Sigurd. It, it, it's the main character, Kevin Matchstick, is the reluctant hero where weird crap starts happening to him. Basically, he starts coming into his powers. Um, and the in initial indication in the, in the first story arc in The Hero Discovered, he's... Arthur Pendragon-ish reborn oh, okay. kind of okay. a thing. Um, but he's also surrounded by all these other um, you know, famous characters reincarnated in modern forms. It, really good storytelling. It's definitely not a mainstream one, but I think it would make you know, a great... It could be made into a trilogy of movies very easily if he ever gets around to doing his last comic series. Right. Um, kind of fun watching. In, in Hero to Find, you really see his art style going from relatively crappy to really damn good. Oh, nice. Um, over the, and then with Hero Defined, he really hit his stride and it looks completely awesome. But the storytelling throughout is really good. Great cool. dialogue, wonderful character development, and a really fun universe where you're always kind of guessing you know, who, who's the next big... Uh, Oh, look, Hercules. And yeah. Oh, got it. Yeah. So. Cool. Hercules is Kirby Hero. Rhymes with zero. But anyway. The, <laughs> okay. So that, that, that is one I would love to see made into a, a trilogy of films. Right. Um, they could have a, a great deal of fun. And, of course, I would love to see Joss Whedon be the one to of course. direct it. Because it yeah. rocks. And it is an ensemble cast. They right. have you know, Kevin Matchstick. They have... Um, they have a ghost. They have the world mage. All yeah. kinds of fun stuff. So cool. that, that's the one I would love to see. How about you guys? Um, mine actually is another. It's another one by Image, which I just pulled out the comics again today to kind of refresh my memory because it's always been one of my favorite um, Image series. Was Wetworks, and I don't know if you guys have ever read it, but it's it's a really good read. The problem I see with it right now is that with vampires and werewolves being so done to death done to death exactly it i don't think they could do it properly at this point but yeah. it's basically about a uh it's a covert team so they're like a they were they weren't 
Team Seven. Yeah, they were. No, team one of them was Team one Seven. One of them was Team Seven. That's right. But the rest of them were a covert team that were sent out to deal with vampiric and werewolf threats without they, without their knowledge. Without their they knowledge. were basically sent on a suicide mission. They were meant yeah. to well, die, <laughs> dealing um, blowing up this enclave enclave that had a lot of vampires with some new technology in it that they wanted to just just pretty much bury it, burn it to the ground, just all gone. Salt the earth. Unfortunately, um, one of them purposefully, another person shot a, a tube that had some yeah. gold stuff in it, and it got on one of the guys. They did it on purpose, and it's a symbiote that kind of protects them depending on... It, it basically adheres to them and then goes with what whatever they think is... Their, their best thing or what they think would be make them the strongest it mm-hmm. then reacts to that and goes with it so you have a member that's very into chi and focus mm-hmm. and funny enough named grail, grail which is where we named our cat which is where i got my name from mm-hmm. um who becomes really like centering chi and all that becomes he basically manifests that or the symbiote manifests that and turns them blue and he has that but now anything he touches runs into his chi and just disintegrates it so he becomes unbelievably powerful but he can't touch anything or interact now with anything without just destroying it and then there's one pilgrim who's a sniper and she starts turning randomly invisible like she just becomes invisible Mm -hmm. which she was their scout so she was their sniper scout right so it's a really neat story but like i said right now because the vampire werewolf thing has kind of been done to death i don't think that would work very well but i would have thought a decade and a half ago oh that it was done to death no i'm saying oh Oh, well yeah i guess because i've been Doing the vampire thing since freaking Forever Night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was good too, though. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just—it's basically—it's never stopped no. since then. And I would have thought that this would have petered out ages ago, and it, the crap just keeps coming and coming and coming. Well, they keep hitting new demographics with it. So I guess maybe this would you know work in that demographic. And because your main team isn't a vampire or a werewolf, they happen to be dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And you may be even able to change the story because the team itself is all about really their symbiotes and how they're reacting to it and how it's changing them psychologically and physically. And physically. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you could even put them into a story where it's not dealing with that supernatural side and still, right. I think, get a lot out of it. Yeah, I think it would. It was a good team. It they had all the makings of a a really good ensemble cast. I think, yeah. except they'd have to be gold. Yeah, I think the technology's there. <laughs> it's there. I think they can figure it out. All right, we snuck uh, someone into the conference here when we weren't looking. Who is it? And welcome to the show. It's Deus Ex. How are you guys? Deus hey. Ex. What up? I got a a comic book and a movie to suggest. Bring it. The f- comic book is probably going to be kind of odd to everybody, but Axe Cop. Oh, hells mm. yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you, don't, if you don't know what Axe Cop is, it is a an older brother and a younger brother. The younger brother is four or five years old. Right. The older brother is a really good comic book artist. The younger brother is writing the dialogue and the plot, and the older brother is illustrating it completely seriously. Yeah. Google search Axe Cop. It is completely awesome. Mm-hmm. And I believe there's already indication that it is going to be a series or a movie of some kind. Oh, wow. Um, I forget what what form it's going to take, but it is, it's seeing some development. But I would love, to, I mean, just from a completely absurdist standpoint of a completely seriously done episode or movie 
deadpan delivering the dialogue and the story developed by a five-year-old, I think, has potential to be completely awesome. <laughs> I can see it might be interesting. Yeah, what were the other ones? Well, the, yeah, what was the other? The book one I was going to suggest is a series of books that we had, had talked about as a research topic a while back, the uh, Dragon Riders of Pern series. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that one actually was within one day of becoming a television series. Right. And the studio, of course, stepped in at the last second and had a few revisions that they wanted to make to make it more appealing to the teenage demographic. Right. And basically turning it into a teen angst piece of crap. And thank God, Anne McCaffrey stood her ground and said you will not do that to my material i am taking my bat and my ball and i'm going home and it was shut down on the spot yep so hopefully the estate of ann mccaffrey may find someone better to work with because i don't th there's a, a awful lot of material there so that one could really be a good television series and it was going to be a tv series and apparently, you know, the effects were there, and she was satisfied with the, you know, the, the rendering of the dragons. And, you know, she wrote a, a ton of crap in that universe. Yes, yeah. she did. And yeah. her son has Well, continued. it's all the same universe. Yeah. It's all yes, the Federation the of Sentient planets. planets. is all one big happy, but I'm saying that, that corner of the FSP uh, on Pern. <laughs> Baby laughs are opium. Oh. So um, I have one, but it's not a comic book. Doesn't matter. The the first caller I was dealing with Arch Nemesis. What did he suggest or she suggest? Not before Pusar. Um, true. What was yours again? Yeah, the true. question. The question, question yes. from DC oh. Universe. Okay. Well, I have one that's I I suspect vaguely similar. It's Old Time Radio, The Shadow. Oh, no, detective it, series. It has been made into a very horrible movie. No, no, make Alec a better Baldwin. movie. Yes. Yeah. Don't bring up the movie, please. Don't bring up. Don't, the movie. I'm not bringing up the movie. I'm pretending that never happened. Speak not the <laughs> name. Oh come of the on, evil that one. one was a classic. No, <laughs> no, you can't ignore it. It was so bad that you have to have seen it at least once just to no. know but how the, horrible it's right it was. Right with the <laughs> Phantom. But the 1930s radio show. Mm -hmm. Is give some very the good. The shadow knows. Who knows what, what evil, evil lurks in the hearts, hearts of men? men. Mm -hmm. the I saw that in the Dollar Theater. I still think I got overcharged. <laughs> well, don't. That movie never happened. It never happened. Just like Highlander Two. Yeah. Exactly. Or Just three. like Highlander Two, <laughs> I'm here under contract obligation. Yes. Highlander <laughs> Two contractual obligation. Yeah. Just like the new Turtles movie. Uh, what? But that's that, actually that, happening. That's the problem. That one has never happened either. I am ignoring its existence. And I will continue to ignore its existence because it's going to do horrible things to my childhood memories. Mm -hmm. It's just Ninja Turtles is all it's called. Because right. they're not teenagers and they're not mutants. mutants. They're aliens! Aliens from outer space. Uh. Listen, if they're not teenage mutants and ninjas... If they're aliens from outer space, he's not remaking Ninja Turtles. He's remaking uh, Barker Mice from Mars. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Hopefully that movie goes the same way as M. Night Shyamalan's Airbender. Yeah. As in completely into the toilet. Yeah. What a twist. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> see that coming. Though apparently uh, Legend of Korra is quite good. The new, it is. Uh, the new Airbender oh. set in the future series. Cool. Uh, which premiered two or three weeks ago. Um 
Yeah, it's one of those actually I want to go back and the whole concept of a an anime style storytelling done by an American production company for American audiences, which is basically what Last Airbender was. Um, and they did apparently really successfully. I, I do want to get in there and actually watch that one of these mm-hmm. days. Again, copious spare time. Yeah, of course. Oi and vey. Alrighty, I think I need to kick all you guys <coughs> to the curb. Bye, guys. Because we need to wrap it up. Bye. Because we got our Bye. Bye. I'm just going to let her go. She thinks I'm going to hang up on her, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now I kicked him to the curb. Frightening. Be afraid, people. These are our listeners. Yes. These are the kinds of people we attract. That's right. What does that say about it's us? good people. The good peeps. Exactly. You guys as keepers. <laughs> All right. You have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Check us out on the web. You have... All kinds of different ways you can track our movements on the internets. Thank you to everyone who participates in the Versus the World community. Thank you to our all-volunteer research team, art team, audio team, everyone who takes time out of their lives to help make Versus the World the fun and nerdy place that it is. We greatly appreciate everything you do, and we look forward to doing more with you in the future. You can find us on Facebook. Just go in there and search for it, Casually Hardcore. You will find us. You can also search for Versus the World Productions. All of our episodes, announcements, all show up there. So whatever method you prefer to get news about what's going on at Versus the World, be it Twitter or Facebook, you can subscribe or follow us at any of those places, and you will get new episode announcements. Um, basically, anything that goes up on the front page will also announce to Twitter and Facebook. So you can find us on Facebook. Versus the World Radio, or excuse me, Versus the World Productions, or Casually Hardcore. You can find us on Twitter under Alpha Geek Radio, VTW Productions, Gnomewise, Izzy Grail, Daxa CH, Gwenora, or Iolite underscore CH. You can send us emails with suggestions and ideas and responses to our stupid opinions to ch at vtwproductions.com. Remember to visit the Casually Hardcore page on vtwproductions.com. Join the chip-in. Help us cover more of the conventions we have planned for this for this year, starting with Phoenix Comic Con at the end of this month. Boo and ya. Sponsor a segment. Send us witty and fun and awesome shout-outs to read at the beginning of each segment. Five bucks a pop. A bargain at twice the price. <laughs> what? You can find us also on Stitcher Radio if you prefer. We are currently deeply in the development phase for iOS, Windows Phone, right. and Android apps for Casually Hardcore and Versus the World in general. We'll probably beta test it with Casually Hardcore, and then once we have it all figured out and you guys have responded with the awesomeness that is the app, we will make them available for all the shows on the network. Keep an eye on the front page of vtwproductions.com for more news on that one. If you have a moment and you are planning on buying something from Amazon.com, this is a roundabout way you can donate to the show. If you go to the Casually Hardcore page on the right-hand side, you'll see two Amazon search tools, one for the UK, one for the US. If you begin your search for whatever you plan to buy from Amazon with that tool and then just purchase the way you normally would, we will get a cut of that sale and it will help us uh, 
do things like buy more handy recorders. Right. So if you're going to buy from Amazon anyway, we'd appreciate if you would take the time to come and use our search engine tool to begin the process so we can get a little bit of a kickback from our friends at Amazon. Yay. Ooh, yeah. That's an easy way to donate. Oh, heck yeah. If you're going to buy something anyway, just yeah. begin the search from our search tool and that's all you need to do. The rest of it is just a normal Amazon uh, transaction. Nice. Bring forth the arch nemesis. She wishes to talk to the microphone. <laughs> no, no, she wishes to play on the she computer. She wishes to play on the computer, yes. exactly. <laughs> All right. We are going to wrap this up. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolite. I've been Dexa. And I've been Grail. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. For now, we are Baby Laughs Are Opium. Out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.